We thank you, Father, for the light that you are giving, Lord, in this time. We receive your light, O God. We respond to your light, O God. We respond to your light, O God, by the leading of your spirit. In the name of Jesus, man, we welcome you, Holy Spirit, into our hearts and into our minds, sweet spirit of the living God. Have your way this morning. Have your way this morning. Dwell in our hearts this morning. Dwell in our midst this morning. Fellowship with us, Holy Spirit. We celebrate your ministry, Holy Spirit, and all that you stand for, and who you are, and all that you do for us, and all that you make available for us, Holy Ghost. We give you praise. We thank you. Thank you, Father, for you have never left us without your goodness. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the testimonies that we have as we share that we enjoy Holy Ghost. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for you are always available for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you are always helping us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you are always there for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you are always helping us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you are always pointing us in the direction of Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you always order our steps. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you always lead us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you always bless us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you always strengthen us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you always give us access, you give us understanding, you give us wisdom, you give us knowledge. Holy Ghost, we say thank you. We say thank you. Makata debre roshidaba tare bredo sakade bradaba ne prede de de roshike de baba mature kita de brada dada zekite de brada roshan de prede baba tare brada dada rosha kataye ne brada roseki de prede ba mature kita kata taye roshi matata tata de prada baba ba and you touch yes, every life, yeah. Holy Spirit, and make us yes. whole. Make us whole. Heal every heart that may be broken this morning. Heal every life that may be depressed this morning. Heal every mind that may be depressed this morning, Holy Spirit. Let your, let your power, let your power move. Let it dispel every form of darkness. 
Let it dispel every form of darkness in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, because you are always, always doing a new thing. And we even just begin to celebrate the new thing that you are doing in this time. We thank you, Father, even for the new thing that you are set to do. We say thank you, O oh God. We say thank you, O oh God, because all things indeed are passed away. Father, we thank you, Lord, because you are doing a new thing in our lives, O oh God. Our eyes will see, O oh God, and our lives will testify of your goodness, my Father. Therefore, we align ourselves, O oh God, by your Spirit. We align ourselves with your Spirit this morning. We declare, O oh God, that our lives will walk in full alignment with your will, my God, in this time. Father, we will not be stuck on the old things, O oh God. But Father, you give us the mind, Lord, to be able to understand the things that you are doing, the things that you will be speaking to us through your word, O oh God, the things that you will be releasing and revealing to us by your spirit, O oh God. We make room in our hearts for the new. We make room in our hearts for the new, O oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Because you are causing us to understand your ways, O God. You are causing us to understand your ways and your work, O God. You are causing us to understand the truth of your spirit, O God. We thank you, Father, even for discernment. We thank you, Father, even for wisdom. We thank you, Father, even for clarity, my God. We thank you, Father, because indeed it is a season where we walk with your spirit and we are led by you. We thank you because you are ushering us, O oh God, into a place of ease and rest, O oh God. Heavenly ease, O oh God. Holy ease, O oh God. Not the ease of laziness, O oh God, but the ease of casting our cares and our burdens onto you and partnering with your spirit, O oh God. Father, we thank you for the rest, O oh God, that comes, Lord, with handing our cares onto you. We thank you mm. for the rest that comes, Lord, even in understanding your sovereignty, O oh God, and your sovereign power that is constantly at work over our lives. Father, we thank you even for this understanding, my God. Father, we thank you even for a restoration of peace over every life that may have lost their peace, that may have lost understanding, that may be walking in anxiety, oh Lord, or agitation. We silence it, oh God, right now in the name Amen. of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for rest. We thank yes, you, Father, Lord. for rest. We thank you, Father, for rest, for the streams of life that you constantly set us to walk beside, oh God. For the ease, oh God, and the rest, Lord, that is available in your spirit. Father, we ask, Lord, that you will even give us the grace to constantly, continually, and consistently depend on you. Every morning, every waking hour, every moment of the day, minute by minute, hour by hour, Lord. We will not lose sight, oh God, of your spirit that is at work in us. We will not lose sight, oh God of your spirit that is available to help us, oh God. And so, Father, this morning, we receive your help. We receive your help, oh God. I receive your help, Jesus. It is your desire, oh God, to perfect us, oh God, through the processes, oh God, that you 
put us through, Father. And Father, this morning, we even just willingly accept your process, oh God. The process of pruning, oh God. Whatever process it is, oh God, that you have desired for us in this time, oh God. Whatever process it is, oh God, that you have made, oh God, for us, Lord, to walk through, oh God, that we may become like Christ. Father, we receive the grace, Lord, to come up with the grace, Lord, to walk through this process. We receive the grace, oh God, to walk through your perfect, oh God, that we may become. Father, this is our prayer this morning. Mahira Bosha, the brother by Nebrada Baba. We thank you, Father, for this time, oh God, and this season, oh God, where you have called us again to pray, O oh God, and to corporately fast. And Father, we thank you, O oh God, for your grace that is available for us. We thank you, Father, even for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness and for your love. We thank you because these are the things, O oh God, these are the expressions of you that you constantly allow us experience, O oh God. And Father, we say thank you because we would experience them in full measures, O oh God, even in this time, in the name of Jesus. We pray, O oh God, that even your word will release joy over each and every one of us. That your word will release joy, your word will release peace, your word will release understanding. It will release clarity and certainty. It will release boldness upon each life, O oh God, as we gather, Lord, not in vain, O oh God, not for the gratification of our flesh, O oh God, but for the glory of your name. We say, come and have your way, O God, and do that which pleases you, do that which glorifies you, my God. Touch our hearts, O God. Cause us to respond, Lord. Cause us to respond in the right way, O God, to everything that you have, you are releasing over us. Cause our responses to be accurate, O God. Cause our positioning and our postures to be accurate, my God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Father, we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this morning, we're going to be sharing uh, about the love of God. Um, this season, the Lord has been named so strongly in my heart about intimacy uh, for a while now, you know, and I trust God that He will lead us and give us some. Um, understanding and he will bring us to the place that he intends for us to arrive at because every time god um sees a word or every time god um uh, causes us to gather together is because he has a destination that he wants us to arrive at in him and so i see god amongst other things like a journey or like a map and the further we journey in him, the further we understand, you know, our, our understanding is, is enlightened. The more we are able to conceive better, the more we are able to relate with him better. You know, um, at every point, it's like a new place of experience with him. It's like a new place of encounter with him. It's like a new place of, uh, of, of realization of who he is. He unlocks um, different parts and different aspects of himself to us. And this month, um, this month, yeah, we are just going to be touching on the love of God. The love of God is is um, is very is very wide and it's very you know very fast. But like I said, I pray that the Lord will bring us, cause us to arrive at the place that He desires for us in this season in the name of Jesus. Um, I'd like us to take a scriptural reading from the book of First John chapter 4. And um, I'm going to read the whole verse, the whole chapter, it's 21 verses. I'm going to read the whole chapter so that we have context. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. 
if we have our Bibles, um, please let's open to First John chapter 4. I hope we are awake and I hope we are praying and I hope that we are reading uh, along. Um, so First John 4 from verse 1. Delightfully loved friends, don't trust every spirit, but carefully examine what they say to determine if they are of God, because many false prophets have mingled into the world. Here is the test for those with the genuine spirit of God. They will confess Jesus as the Christ, who has come in the flesh. Everyone who does not acknowledge that Jesus is from God has the spirit of Antichrist, which you heard was coming and is already active in the world. Little children, you can be certain that you, love, you belong to God and have conquered them. For the one who is living in you is far greater than the one who is in the world. They belong to this world and they articulate the spirit of this world and the world listens to them. But we belong to God and whoever truly knows God listens to us. Those who refuse to listen to us do not belong to God. That is how we can know the difference between the spirit of truth and the spirit of deceit. Verse seven, those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another because God is love. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. The one who doesn't love has yet to know God, for God is love. The light of God's love shined within us when he sent his matchless son into the world so that he might live through him. This is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not ours. He proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sins. Delightfully loved ones, if he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving one another should be our way of life. No one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor. But if we love one another, God makes his permanent home in us and we make our permanent home in him and his love is brought to its full expression in us. And he has given us his spirit within us that we can have the assurance that he lives in us and that we live in him. Moreover, we have seen that our own eyes have seen that we have seen with our own eyes and can testify to the truth that Father God has sent his son to be the savior of the world. Those who give thanks that Jesus is the son of God, live, is the son of God, live in God and God lives in them. We have come into an intimate experience with God's love and we trust in the love he has for us. God is love. Those who are living in love are living in God and God lives through them. By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us so that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment because all that Jesus now is, so are we in this world. Love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment. But love's perfection drives the fear of punishment far from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. Our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Anyone can say, I love God, yet have hatred toward another believer. This makes him a phony because if you don't love a brother or sister whom you can see, how can you truly love God whom you can't see? For he has given us this command, whoever loves God must also demonstrate love to others. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. So very quickly, I'm just going to um, touch on a few things. Like I said, um, Prior to now, one of the things the Lord has been highlighting in my heart is intimacy with God, fellowshipping with his spirit, and generally just being a friend of God. And some, there were some messages that came around that time, you know, um, some teachings that I listened to that were speaking about um, walking with God and being, being a friend of God and how that is pretty much like the highest, the highest, um, will I say the highest calling, being, you know, being able to be called a friend of God, 
who is your friend? A friend is someone that you can trust. A friend is someone that you rely on. A friend is someone that you can depend on with so many things, you know, um, with your emotions, with your time, with your resources. A friend is someone that you can, a friend is someone that, that loves you, that reciprocates your love and affection. A friend is someone that you choose, you know, um, and I believe that's one of the things that makes friendship very special that you meet someone and you choose that person to be your friend. You choose that person to be, um, did I say the object of your, of your love? You choose that person to come into a relationship with. You choose that person and you know, decide that you want to bless them. You want to care for them. And the fantastic thing about it is it, it is reciprocated back. And so you know, friendship is a place of intimacy. There's some friends that you know that are so close to you, they probably can just even walk into your home without you being there. You know, they can, they have access to the things that are yours. Why? Because, because of the intimacy and because of the, the relationship that you share with them. And intimacy and relationship takes, it takes time, it takes process, it takes a series of, you know, trying, falling short getting back up, trusting again, you know, um, it takes a whole process. And finally arriving in, at that place where there is trust, where there is love, where there is understanding, you know, there are certain friends that you know, you can say things like, oh, hmm, I can imagine what this friend will say or what this friend will do in this situation. You know, um, I'm sure we have friends like that in our lives. Um, so I just said this to give us some kind of context you know, um, speaking about love and speaking about our relationship with God, um, God is bringing us to a place where we are working as friends of God. We are relating with him from a place of love and friendship. We're relating with him from a place of understanding. We're relating with him from a place of, you know, of, of choosing him. And the Bible tells us in this scripture that, um, we are the beloved of God. So that beloved is actually speaking of, speaking of us as, as, the, as the objects of God's love. You know, we are now named the beloved. Why? Because the one that loved us, the one that loves us first chose us and decided to love us. So our response, even in the name that we are called, is beloved. And our response is to love him. Our response is to reciprocate the love that he has given, that he has first shown unto us. And so um, speaking about intimacy, intimacy speaks of close familiarity of friendship, like we said, the intimacy between, for instance, the husband and the wife, the intimacy between the father um, and his son or father and his children, parents and their children, you know, um, intimacy also speaks of a cozy and private or relaxed atmosphere, you know. Um, and so really we see that what it takes to, to live a life of intimacy, it first starts with a desire and it starts with an anticipation. The Bible tells us that as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. You cannot be intimate with something that you do not desire. You cannot develop a relationship with something you have no interest in. You know, you can't develop a friendship or a trust with someone that you do not know. And so it always starts with a desire and anticipation. And so it brings us back to this question that we constantly ask ourselves. What are we hungry for? What exactly are our desires? What are the things that keep our hearts burning? What are the things that we are constantly seeking for? What are the things that fuel and drive our actions, that drive our being, that drive our emotions? What are these things that we desire? What are these things that our hearts long for? What are the things that we go to bed meditating about? You know, it's like, um, working on maybe I'll give an example you're working on a project or you're anticipating a new phase in your life where you are planning for something it's that you know you're maybe expecting the arrival of a baby or maybe you're expecting the arrival of a loved one who has been gone for a long time and um, how do you prepare yourself for things like that it's basically what keeps you up at night you are planning you are decorating things you're trying to move things around you're trying to put yourself yeah you're, you're constantly like 
creating that atmosphere of receiving the presence of that person or working in the, would I say the actualization of that thing that you are planning for. So be it a job that you are planning for, a dream job, you start by going for an interview. How do you even present your case at an interview? You prepare yourself. You are thinking about it. You are dreaming about it. You are Googling it. You are getting information about it. You are doing your research about it. You want to be informed about it. You are looking forward to it. You are anticipating it. You know, you are getting excited about it. It's not any different in the the way in the way that we relate to people that we love in the way that we relate with people that we care about it always starts from a place of desire and anticipation it always starts with a hunger it starts with a curiosity as i would like to i would like to put it we have to be curious we have to be hungry we have to want to know you know it always starts with that and you see the interesting part of all of this is that curiosity doesn't even start with us it is God that has put that will and that desire in our hearts. So sometimes the will and the desire may be in our hearts, but we may not have activated it, or maybe we are not awakened to it, or maybe we are not conscious of it. And so this morning, I'd like us to start by praying and saying, Father, open my eyes, O oh God, and bring me to the... Um, or activate that desire that you have placed in my heart for you. Activate that desire in my heart for you, Lord. Activate okay. the desire in my heart for you. Cause me to desire you. Cause me, oh God, to hunger for you. Cause me, Father, to anticipate your, 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 your presence and your fellowship in my life. Help me, Father, to be a person that desires to be intimate with you because without the desire, without the longing, oh God, Father, I can't do it. Father, put that longing in my heart. Maybe I have desired for the wrong things. Maybe I have anticipated the wrong things. Maybe I have walked in error up until now in the way that I have you know, um, gone about my relationship with you. But Father, this morning, as I come before you, I know that you are my redeemer and I know that you can redeem and restore me, even my emotions, even my thoughts, even my, 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 even my thinking, even my mind, even my heart, Lord, you can restore. Father, I ask this morning that you will restore my desires, oh God. Let me desire you above everything else. Let my heart burn for you, my God. Let your word be, let it be the guide of my life father let me desire your word above everything else let me desire your word your precepts my god above everything else let's pray this morning as the psalmist said at the, at the trigger of your spirit, O oh God, Father, I pray, O oh God, that I would run to your presence, O oh God. I will ne never be found far from your presence, my God. Jesus, in the Amen. name of Jesus. We, Amen. we can't speak about intimacy without the presence of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible shows us in different scriptures how the Holy Spirit comes to do the work of preparation because we are, the, in fact, the Bible describes us, scriptures describe us as the bride of Christ. There is nothing more intimate than that the bride of Christ. So Christ is, is, is the one that we are preparing for. You know how, I mean, I'm not married yet, but like I see, I, I have been a bridesmaid. I've been around brides. I've been around people when they are planning their weddings. I've been a chief bridesmaid, you know, and I see the excitement that goes into preparing for the coming of the wedding day. You know, how um, you are picking out your dress. You're going to meet the, the caterer. You're working with the planner. You're pretty much putting everything together just for one day. You know, that day where you will walk down the aisle 
and you you would you would exchange your wedding vows with your spouse and um if the if if with our earthly understanding or with our human understanding we prepare so much you know for something in the physical we prepare so much for an event or for a ceremony how much more um the spiritual things that pretty much connotes the same thing, you know? So if the Bible says that we are the bride of Christ, how prepared are we for the coming of our savior? How prepared are we for the coming of Christ Jesus? How prepared are we for um, even accepting him and accepting his ways and just walking with his spirit to, to constantly make us ready for his coming? How prepared are we? And we can't talk about intimacy without preparation. If we look at different scriptures, there's the parable of the talents, you know, the parable of the virgins. Um, we see that um, in those scriptures, what stood out was the preparation and the response of the ones that were ready the ones that were planning, the ones that had that perspective of, oh, my master is coming, oh, the bridegroom is coming, I must be ready, I must be mm. prepared, going to get oil and putting in their lamps and what that stands for, you know, those that went and took what the Lord had given them, you know, um, what their master had given them and traded with it. Why? Because they knew that the master was coming. And we see how even when the master came, even when the bridegroom came, it didn't just end in a ceremony. It ushered them into something else. It ushered them into something that was bigger than what they were, what they even thought they were planning for. And, it, you know, bringing that into our walk with Christ, it is even so much more than, oh, Christ is coming. There is an eternal glory. There is an eternal life that is set before us, you know, which is a continuation of the things, you know, and the experiences that we have with God on this part of eternity. It continues. So that is why the Holy Spirit is preparing us. He's not just preparing us for a day. He He's preparing us for a life. He's preparing us for an age. He's preparing us for a place. He's preparing us for a time. He's preparing us for eternity, continually walking mm. with God. I love how the Holy Spirit helped me understand um, the purpose of eternity um, and how he related it to the vastness of the being of God and how eternity has to exist because God cannot be extinguished, how God cannot be fully understood, how God cannot be, we cannot, we cannot fully um, um, exhaust our knowledge of God. Every moment in eternity is designed to walk into deeper realms and deeper places and journey further with God. And so I would like us to pray for ourselves, not just taking it from the aspect of, oh, Lord, prepare me for your coming. No, but cause me to live a life that is constantly preparing and constantly prepared for you. Cause my life to constantly be prepared for you. There is something about preparation that, that even changes the person that is being prepared. You go beyond even just trying to walk through a process to you yourself becoming a process, to you yourself becoming a different person. And then you look back and you realize that, oh, the reason why I have been taken through this journey of preparation is so that I can be perfected in Christ Jesus. I'd like us to lift up our voices this morning and just pray that the Lord will give us that understanding of what it means to live a life that is constantly in preparation, that is constantly in preparation, that is constantly moving and walking according to the ways of our Lord by the leading of the spirit in the name of Jesus because a life of intimacy is a life that is marked by preparation father let us constantly be seen putting our hands to the plow constantly be seen doing your will according to the leading of your spirit in the name of Jesus Rebosan de predeba nikutata, rebosa kaye de predeba baba, rebose kida baba de prada baba. Makiza kira boshi kada baba ba ne prodo bosi kada ye prodo bosi kada baba ne prede baba 
Yes, Lord, cause us to live lives, oh God, lives that are marked by the preparation of your spirit, oh God. Lives that are constantly prepared, oh God, that are constantly preparing, oh God, for you, oh God, to hear your voice, to become, oh God, to be perfected, oh God, in your love, my Father. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We thank you, O oh God. We thank you, Father, even for your love. We thank you, Father, even for your love, Lord, that we celebrate. And we thank you for your love and all that you are set to reveal to us about your love in this time and this season. And we even just open our hearts unto you. We pray, Father, that you will give us understanding of what your love means. You will give us understanding, oh God, of how we are your beloved. You will give us understanding of how to respond to your love, oh God, in the way that we deal even with one another, in the way that we respond to you, in the way that we even... Um, steward and manage the things that you have given us. Father, help us even to love ourselves, oh God, not just, not, not, not to be selfish, oh God, not to be full of self, oh God, but to be full of love, to even choose you, oh God, over our feelings, Lord, to choose you, oh God, over the, 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 the conveniences or inconveniences of this life, oh God. Show us, oh God, how to work maturely as friends of God. Father, Show us, oh God, how to how to walk in love, how to receive love, how to give love, oh God. 
God. Father, how to be stewards and custodians of your love. Let people see us, oh God, and let them know that we are loved, oh God, and we loved like you. Father, this is our prayer this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your love be seen, even in the things that come through us, in the things that are birthed through our lives, oh God. Because, Father, the mark, oh God, of intimacy is seed oh god it is fruit oh god it is the birthing oh god father we ask and pray oh god that you would even cause our fruits to speak of love let our fruits lord let it speak of love let it show love my father in the mighty name of jesus amen amen um if we look at our Arco scripture where we started from from verse one to six it actually talks about um Okay, I'll just skim over it real quickly. It says, delightfully love friends. Don't trust every spirit, but carefully examine what they say to determine if they are of God. Because many false prophets have mingled into the world. Here's the test for those who, with the genuine spirit of God, they will confess Jesus as the Christ who has come, who has come in the flesh. Everyone who does not acknowledge that Jesus is from God has the spirit of Antichrist, which you heard was coming and is already active in the world. Little children, you can be certain that you belong to God and have conquered them for the one who is living in you is far greater than the one who is in the world. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. They belong to this world and they articulate the spirit of this world and the world listens to them. But we belong to God and whoever truly knows God listens to us. Those who refuse to listen to us do not belong to God. That is how we can know the difference between the spirit of truth and the spirit of deceit. And then it goes on to talk about love. So we see that and the, the, the love of God is, is like, because this, this first few scriptures, we're talking about testing the spirits, you know, testing spirits to know, um, what they are rooted in and it talks about love therefore the spirit of truth has it's the fruit of to know and or rather to know and to test a spirit to know whether or not it is of god is by seeing if it is if if it if the fruit of the of the spirit is actually love you know and i'm not talking about this you know it's not just about that scripture that talks about the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. No, that scripture explains it further. But the Bible is pretty much telling us, do a quick litmus test for yourselves to test and see whether a thing is of God, you know, or whether it is of the Antichrist. And a test of knowing if a spirit or if a thing is of God is by, it, it, it shows in the fruit of the thing and the fruit of it is love, literally. That is what the Lord is saying to us. And you see, like we were praying, we said um, intimacy, the test of intimacy or the result of intimacy is in birthing. The result of spouses spending time together and knowing each other, as the Bible says, Adam knew Eve. So that intimate knowing of each other, it results in carrying a seed. What are our seeds marked by? Our seeds marked by personal gratification, our seeds marked by selfishness, our seeds marked by our own agenda, or our seeds marked by love. What is the fruit of our seed? What is the fruit? What is the, what is the testimony of our lives? What is the marking of the things that we carry and the things that we bring into this world? The structures that we build, the, the, the way that we interact with people, the words that we really in our relationship, what is the fruit? What is the marking of the fruit? What is the seed in the fruit that we bring forth? Is it marked by love or is it marked by something else? And the Bible tells us here that if it's not in love, it is not of God. If it is not in God, it is not of truth and it is of deceit. And so I'd like us to pray over ourselves as we close this morning and just say, Father, I ask and pray, oh God, that you would even touch my heart and touch my soul, and touch my spirit, oh God, that everything that comes out of me, oh God, will be an expression of your love. Let everything that comes out of me, let it carry the mark of your love. Let it carry the symbol of your love. Let it carry the scepter of your love. Let everything that I birth, let everything that I do, let the person that I am, let it be seen and expressed in love. 
cause me to understand, oh God, that my intimacy with you brings forth fruit. It brings forth seed, oh God. Help me to even conceive good seed. Take away every kind of seed of deceit, oh God. Take away every form of of ungodliness that may still be at work in me, oh God. And I pray, Father, that by your spirit, you would even cause there to be room, oh God, for the conceiving of good seed, for the conceiving of the seed of the spirit of the living God. Holy Spirit, have your way and breathe over me. Change the things that need to be changed. Replace the things that need to be replaced in my thinking, in my, in my doing, in my being, in the way that I assess and evaluate things, in the way that I live my life, in the way that I respond to you, in the way that I go about my business, in the way that I go about my life generally, oh God. Father, help me to stay in that place of intimacy with you, that everything that comes forth out of me will be an expression of your love. This is my prayer this morning, oh God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And our Father and our God, we just say thank you for this time of prayer. And we thank you, O oh God, for your understanding. And we thank you for your word and the release of your word and your revelation of your word this morning. I ask and pray that even as we go forth, Lord, these words that we have heard will not just fall to the ground, Lord. They will not just be words that we have heard before and we forget or we shove them in some parts of our closet, oh God. But your word will continue to remind us. Your voice, Holy Spirit, will continue to remind us, oh God, and cause the seeds of this word to penetrate in our hearts, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as we go forth this morning, we, we, we ask that you release us, oh God, as your love expressions. You release us as your beloved indeed. You release us, oh God, as givers, as stewards of your love, my Father. Father, I ask and pray, Lord, that you would even cause your processes, Lord, to be worked out in us by your spirit. Perfect everything, oh God, that you desire for us to walk in through us, my God. Help us to continually journey with you until we arrive, oh God. Father, help us to stay prepared, oh God. Help us to stay in that place of intimacy. Help us to stay in that place of desire for your spirit, oh God, for your word, oh God, and for your fellowship. This is our prayer and this is our desire this morning. Let your name alone be praised and glorified. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.